I'm just going to eat a banana. I'm so sorry. I've gone really hungry. Yeah. No, no, no. I feel no, like no. it's like the quietest fruit that you could eat, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was like trying to chew on like dried cereal, and I was like, this ain't going too very well. No, 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 no. That is a loud uh, mastication. Welcome to Dating My Mates, the podcast with me, Katrina E. Lawrence, a podcast where I fire my arsenal of questions, usually reserved for poor, unwitting dates, at one of my mates. And this week, I have an anonymous friend by the name of, oh no, should I just say, and this week I have Inkwell. Ooh, hi Inkwell. Uh, yeah, he's going as an anonymous, yeah, anonymous alias, but we will, he'll be labelled as Inkwell. Okay, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I've yeah. never called okay. you Inkwell before, but I'll call you, what about Inky? No, that's yeah, all. Yeah, Inky. Inky, Inky? Yeah. okay. Inky, not Incubus, Inky. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, hi. <laughs> Sorry, just had to do it. I couldn't stop. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm very good, thanks. Um, yeah, slightly n- not as bad as I should be on a Saturday morning because I'm usually very hungover from Friday. But, you know, as it goes, very good. Very good. Good, good. Uh, what's been the highlight and low light of your day thus far? Um, going to the shop and not finding the paint that I needed. Because um, mm. I'm currently doing commission for somebody for Christmas, birthday oh. uh, Christmas present. So, um, yeah, they didn't have the colour blight I was looking for. So, Going to have to mooch into town a little bit later. Mm, what about the best part? Uh, the best part? Oh, Christ. Um, ooh. Well, well, I woke up on the... I actually woke up on the sofa this morning there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I had to take myself up to bed. I woke about 6.30 because uh, that stupid, uh, like, sleep app on my phone was just saying, like, it's time to wake up. And I was like, actually, I woke up uh... on the sofa. You take myself to bed. So the best thing about this morning was waking up to... The sounds of rain in a rainforest, because that's oh. what you should fall asleep to. And it was fucking tits. Wicked. Yes. <laughs> nice. So there's been a few of these on the podcast before. People that I'm friends with who I met on Tinder. And you're one of them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'll de- like, um, yeah, we did meet over Tinder, which is pretty, pretty funny. But that's the thing about Tinder, because you tend to like go on their date, like I don't know for the interest of dating someone, but they end up being really good friends, such as yeah. yourself. Yeah, so, you know. No, it's really nice. I was actually thinking about this in the shower. Like, I think <laughs> when it comes to like dating apps, like I was thinking about this. Like, why don't you just like be super straight up? Like, if we don't get on, we can just have a jamming friendship. Blah blah yeah, blah, yeah, blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you might, yeah, you can make friends down the rain instead of it just being so like, I don't know, just intense and serious. And then next thing you know, you've got to have some kids. But I think it's that fear, isn't it? Is the other person more invested in this than me? And you don't know. So you can't actually go into a situation beforehand and say, if this doesn't work out, we could be friends because they might be in love with you. Yeah. And then that's, and then can you, yeah, manage a friendship with someone who's actually secretly super in love? No, it's awful. It's not going to happen. No, no. no. I mean, have you been in a situation like that before? Like, where people have fallen in love with me yes absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> every single friend of mine is secretly in love with me I what can I tell you um I think not so much the older I've got because I'm more aware 
and I'm yes. more communicative but definitely when I was younger it would be and I think I've spoken to my sister about this I think it's an element of with your friends you are completely yourself which is very attractive and there's yeah. comfort within that so I yeah. think that that's people find that attractive I think it might be to do with that as well like they feel yeah. safe with you and it does come with the maturity thing because I think you just tend to tread on those eggshells when you're much younger and you kind of like it's like, oh, I'd like never done this before, but and then but then as you get older, you're actually more communi- kind of communicated from like what you want, how you feel, where you stand in your sexuality, and yeah, yeah, just... yeah, definitely. But I definitely uh already followed you on Instagram and I was like, I've just matched with that fit guy on Instagram. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it, it's about seven years ago now, maybe more, it's a long time ago. Because we were yeah, yeah. in different... It's like, di- yeah, di- like different, different like cities. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, I did... Because when I lived in the north, which is in Sheffield... Yeah. Don't give quite, away like, where you live. People might figure out who you were. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Well, they probably catch me on a silly accent anyway. But, um, but yeah, it was, it's funny because, like, the catchment, you'd go, you'd, I don't know, just spread out your distances and then you'd catch people and, like, I don't know, so like Leeds, for example. And then I was like, I was like, oh, then like, why have I never seen them in Sheffield before? Da, 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 da. But you realise they're in a different city. I'm like, oh, right. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, it wasn't Leeds. I was in Derby when we matched. And then we didn't, yeah, we were chatting. And then I didn't, we didn't meet up for time. And it was when I was in Leeds that we met up. I think because I might have been on Tinder on the coach on the way back to Sheffield. I think it might have matched. You've been skating, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tinder on tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that's how we met. And it's been an absolute delight since. Um, So I would like to know, as this is a dating podcast, what is it you look for in someone? Ooh. um, Well, um... I'm quite an energetic person, so usually in the situation, I try and look for someone on the same kind of bouncy, kind of like level. Yeah. But yeah. then, because like I've met some like, I mean, before my current relationship, mm-hmm. I went on a series of dates and like I met up with people who were like quite like d- like downtone and energy, like a little bit more lax than me, and it grumpy. came off. With, well, not I wouldn't say grumpy, just like. You know, like not well, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe a bit grumpy, maybe, yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah, the best of both worlds, you know. Um, so, you know, but then they they used to ask me questions. I'm like, why are you so happy? Like, how do you bounce off like so much energy? And and then it got down to a series of other questions. And then they're like, have you ever considered yourself as a on the spectrum? And I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I've been on been on three dates earlier this year and they both they all said I was on the spectrum because they didn't get like my energy but I'm like quite an enthusiastic person so um do you think you are on the spectrum I but then that's it you don't want to be on a date and start second guessing yourself like I'm out here to get to have a smooch and just have a really nice time and uh and I'm here questioning my my whole my head yeah that comes later down the line that shit yeah yeah but then yeah but then even I've reflected this to some of my friends, I'm like, I'd say that's pretty disrespectful, to be honest. And I'm like, well, you know, mm, isn't, isn't it, isn't really. It's a bit of a, just a buzzkill. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think, like, the thing is, if, a, if three people have said it to you, 
I'd I'd just be curious for myself. I'd be like, I want to check it out. And it isn't disrespectful because a lot of people are on the spectrum and it's a spectrum. I just think that's interesting. Or it's that everyone else is boring and depressed as fuck. And uh, you don't know which one it is. I'd just rule it out, though. I'd just see. Yeah. I mean, not to say that, like, being on the spectrum is a bad thing because everyone's, like, got, like, a slight, like, like, thing going on in their head. But then, like, it just really started, like, kind of, like, playing this idea in my head. But I understand the reason why I am happy is because it comes from, like, a whole series of, like, events that happen and just kind of pick yourself up and put yourself back together, stick all the glue bits together and, you know, all kind of gels. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it makes you into to the person that you are now. Well, well, I feel like it anyway. Um, but, yeah, just... Um, so, yeah, that was that was quite... That kind of put me off at dates, but then... Eventually, down the line, had an amazing. You found day someone else who was autistic, and everything was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, um, but no, what I look for in a person is probably like, yeah, just um, I don't know, energy, like charisma, um, like someone who can be kind of like occupied with, happy with their own time as well, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, just yeah, just. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. There's so much, so many things. Yeah, everyone's attractive. I'll have anyone. Everyone's hot. Yeah. What do you find physically attractive? Do you have anything that's been a commonality between people that you've uh, had a snog and a awkward talk about? No, stop. It's going from a further decks of memories right now. Like, oh my god, oh, all of that. I'd like to know that everyone to know that when he shuddered then that wasn't in reference to me because we never smooched. Thank you. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone, yeah, someone who like dresses well, like someone who's comfortable in dressing and how their their identity or stylish. Um, yeah, well, not. But then the thing is, the word stylish is a bit like oh, it's London high end fashion. No, 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 no. I've said this before. Like to like, me. Fashion and style are two different things. Yeah. Style is an innate thing that you, it's about your identity. Fashion is following trends. So I think if yeah. you've got your own style, it's about being comfortable presenting who you are, like you said. So I think style is up there for me. I can't fuck someone who dresses badly. I just yeah, no, 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 no. I couldn't, I couldn't um, like shag someone in a potato sack. I mean, it don't, don't matter where they come from. Sure, come sure. No, no way. <laughs> Even um, if you live on a potato farm and you've got no money and that's all you can afford and to bag, wear. And your bag, you know, like I can help you take off that potato sack. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Just, oh, like I'm stuck. Well, it's hard because some of my partners have like, you know, I don't really have like a, t- like a body size or a type or anything, you know. Mm-hmm. I usually, I'm a bit of a sucker when it comes to like a brunette mm-hmm. or like, but then a blonde, a, like someone who's blonde, who's just like catch me out really sharp, or just yeah, I don't know. Um, so it's more personality then, like you know, like boobs. It doesn't matter. Like if they're mm-hmm. big, they're fine. If they're small, they're fine. You know, they just mm-hmm. nip, they fucking work exactly the same. It's got to have a nice bum though. God, yeah, definitely nice stuff. I'm sorry. So bum and brunette, and doesn't wear a potato sack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you can say that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll take that. Um, okay, cool. A girl who can dance as well. Like, yeah, oh nothing God, yes. puts my boat more than seeing my girl do her thing. Honestly. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
with my pint and just sort of like, you know, sound like an old man. I could sit there with my pint, like, there's me baby gold. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, that. I'll be on there on the dance floor embarrassing myself as well. Look at us shaking her stuff up there. Oof. Well, it's like, it's like, you know, I've been on nights out with like previous partners before and then like they've sat down the whole night. I'm just there like doing my own thing and, you know, just, I need... You need that you fun. Need, you need, you need, you need, yeah, you need to come down to the kind of like partner kind of going on. Yeah, and I don't even think it's about like how well they dance. Obviously, that is hot when someone's just got the moves. But also, it is. Do you just want to have fun and get silly and play? Yeah, Yeah, and I think that that's the most attractive thing because I'm quite like a playful kind of like I don't know bashful kind of person, and I need I like to see that in my partner as well. You know, just like egging each other on, like come on, you can do it. (laughs) Just like yeah, buzzing come on you've got this it's okay wiggle that bum yeah no no yeah yeah yes no (laughs) yeah it's just like a little your rumper what about the opposite what's your biggest turn off in a potential mate i've i've had like this kind of like battle with um partners comparing the relationship to other relationships or yeah, right. they're friend relationships, and then that just drives me fucking insane. Like, because mm. <clears throat> each relationship's different, you know. Like, you have because of like the way how we can like translate messages and communicate with each other, or like send people links for this. You know, people got massive groups where they like talk about what they're doing with their boyfriends, or like, like no, no, everyone has groups where they talk about what's going on. But then, like, you know, I've been in situations in, like, past relationships where, like, you know, everyone's like, oh, like, my friends are doing this. Maybe we should do this. I'm like, I don't really want to do that. Such as what? Like, you know, just, um, I don't know, being in, like, the start of, like, a relationship Mm. where it's been, like, really, really good. And then, like, instantaneously, they're just like, oh, let's go here. Let's go. Let's go traveling. Let's go here. Let's go here. I'm just like, hold on. Let's just, let's just let's just take it back a little bit and, yeah and yeah then they're like oh but such and such did it for so cheap why can't we do it i'm just like mm, well i just yeah i want to kind of find where we are out in the relationship before before the whole situation of ripping each other each other's necks off and in like spanish villa or something you know okay okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so do you no no so that's like a lack of communication between the two of you yeah. do you feel like they're going off and talking about the relationship outside of you guys and then comparing so do you feel like they've been talking about yeah. stuff outside of you yeah which I don't mind because it's like it's a complimentative thing which is quite nice but I mean yeah sometimes it can just be like I was like I don't know what you've said to them and then everybody knows what's happened when you walk into the room and think like why is everyone looking at me like this yeah that's bullshit that's really shit like you need to be having open and honest communication with one another and I think that a lot of the time what can happen especially in sort of younger relationships is people don't express what they need and then get resentful about it but then they're talking to other people and also it sounds to me like they're wanting to take things at a faster pace than you are yeah when it's just kind of like this <clears throat> this thing in the beginning of a relationship you need to kind of like be on the same wavelength and kind of like take like yeah just make the boat float at the same time instead of like one size capsizing in it kind of titanicing and snapping everywhere and you know yeah the boat. i watched titanic <laughs> i watched titanic yesterday at four o'clock oh in the yeah the reason why i brought why i brought it up yeah <laughs> I mean, it was horrific. It was absolutely 
I was feeling really down and I was like, I know what will sort me out watching Titanic. That would be a great idea. I didn't even cry. That's how bad I was. That's how hormonal I was. Good. That's good. That's good. That's good. No, no, I needed to cry. That's why I put it on. But then because I was watching it on a naughty streaming site, it just cut out half an hour before the end. So I was just left without any resolution. No climax, no snapping bones. Nothing. But yeah. I was just like, they're both no fine. Everything's no, fine. No bad play, playing the instruments away before it all capsizes. People were getting shot thing. in the head and then it just cut out. I did. I did. I mean, it sounds really sadistic, but I found that absolutely hilarious when I watched Titanic. I watched Titanic for the first time in Nigeria. Yeah. And like, it was the same time we watched The Matrix. I think The Matrix came out the same year. And um, watched the Titanic film, first of all. And me and my friend. Oh, Don't say anyone's God. name. We're not meant to know who you are. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, my my homie from Scotland at the time um, <laughs> was um yeah we watched it his and we were just laughing the tips of it because never seen so many people bounce off these different objects. Oh my god, I'm laughing at a situation that actually happened. But it was predict. It was the way it was filmed and the colouring of the grading of the film oh god sure yeah 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 no that's just your kink is people dying en masse on a boat but my bit that I was laughing at yesterday was how bad the CGI is like there's bits of where if you watch it again right Hmm. the bits where people are really small walking on the boat it's so obviously not real people and it just brings you straight out of the film but I was wondering like Graphic, like, you know, when you look at um, the, the original King Kong and people were going to the cinema and they were like, oh, my God, this is like mind blowing. When does it start? When do we start looking at that and thinking it looks like shit? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, well, it's really hard to say that because, you know, that that was like a pinnacle of time where you know, you've never seen anything so big and so scary on a scale. But then now we live in this kind of visual culture where, like, everything's CGI. All this is CGI. Yeah. CGI, this day and age, can still be absolute dogged bollocks. Uh, and that's yeah. the best thing about big films that come out, that the, the, the CGI just be still terrible or done really bad. Oh, like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, um, the Wolverine film with Patrick Stewart, Okay. When they, they CGI Patrick Stewart in at the end, it is the oh. fucking worst thing I've ever Why seen. Why did they CGI him in? He's not dead. Well, they are, well, that's it. They probably couldn't pay for his budget or something, you know, didn't have enough money. Why did they so, have to CGI him? I don't understand. Who knows? But it looks so fucking stupid. <laughs> I, I recommend. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it. I'm going to have to watch it. Um, yeah. That's another, that's, an, that's another tip. No, a turn off is someone. If someone's very badly CGI'd when they turn up to a date. Yeah, if, if, you, if you, yeah, if you're bad at CGI, <laughs> don't bother coming to me. Don't bother. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're pixelated to fuck, you're not going to get on this. No, like that's one thing I can't put up with is is like I don't know <laughs> terrible films, rom com. I mean, there's time and place for rom coms, but I'm sadistic. Do not make me watch a rom com with friends like that. I will rip it to all eternity. Do the credit. <laughs> And back. God, I like, I just, you know, P.S. I love you. P.S. Hell no. I'll fucking go into that film. You know? What is it you hate about them so much? I just, I mean, the way that kind of they, they superficialize all these kind of like 
love stories and all these things. And then we met on the plane and then it was like this. And then the ship capsized and he saved my life. It was like, baby, that doesn't happen. My girl will be gone in an instant if the fucking plane was snapping in half. And leaving. <laughs> I'll be throwing her overboard. Yeah, but sorry, <laughs> capsized that way. No. Um, but no, just like, that's the thing. Like they, I think when I was growing up and then I, like girls I used to date, like, they were just like, oh, love films, love films, love films, this, love, da, 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 da. It was like, that's not the way it all happens. That's not the way it should be. And it just made kind of falling in love just feel really stupid. So, like, you know, it kind of makes this idea of love and, you know, people kind of like, even like, oh, that's what, what people do to love each other. Da, 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 da. Right, so coming back to expectations. So people's expectations of what something should be as opposed to reality of it, because then you're never going to get there. Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah, 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 that's it. Like, just, um, why is it always back to expectations? It is literally just managing expectations, isn't it? But, but, but managing expectations is a big thing. When you expect something and you don't get it, you're disappointed. So it's going into something and just thinking, let's just see how this goes. But then when that becomes difficult is when you start to really like someone. So it's about constantly checking in about where you're at with one another. And if you're on the same page, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like it is. That's the, that is the truth because, you know, it, I think understanding like who the partner is and whether on the same wavelength is just like yeah, it's quite an important thing. Right. I concur. <laughs> I concur. I concur. So you biggest turn off is someone that's like really poorly pixelated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's <clears throat> let me wrap 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 back into that. Um. So turn off um someone who tells you off a lot i hate that's being told off. gross that has no place in a relationship it's it sucks i hate being told <laughs> off <God. laughs> just trying to because like you, you just like have a really nice time you walk to someone's house and they're just like oh this is cool and then you know I, i'm after a couple of drinks of like burped a few times before but i've been told off being for burping well, oh no 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 I'm, no sorry. I'm sorry I'm sorry like that maybe is a rude thing time and place for it but then like it's but the last... hilarious and fun why would anyone tell you off for that I mean I'd go outside or go to the bathroom and do it I think that's what I've been doing just to make sure I don't upset the elephant in the room oh no 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 well look that's not the person that you want to be with if they're not going to let you burp away majestically no, but then that's still kind of rude as well there's a time and a place for it but then I like, make sure that you know don't do it openly in front of like their parents yeah out something you know it's just Fair. like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, can you stop doing that I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i hate that dynamic of someone being like your mum it's just not hot it's not gonna fly yeah but i mean i feel like everyone's got manners and stuff but then like you know when you're with your partner like you i have this particular etiquette but then you know, I'll accidentally let something slide. I don't want to spontaneously combust either. So, you know, but then help yourself as well. Fucking crack on. <laughs> you know, this is an open relationship. It's not like where I'm like, I'm going to, like, I don't know, just put a mark down. It's like, right, okay, seven times she's farted now. <laughs> like, stay off that lentil for Christ's sake. When you say open relationship, you're on about 
farting and letting that yeah. slide when she's had too many lentils as opposed to shagging other people? Or are you no, in an no, open no, relationship? Yeah, sorry, no, no, this is a relationship. Is this where you come out and say that your side of the relationship is open, but then your partner's like, what? I never knew we were in an open relationship. It's <laughs> like, how do you do that? Like, <laughs> you not see that in the contract? No. <laughs> a relationship, but then you're open with each other. Yes. Not okay. You've yeah. got to be yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're not allowed to be yourself, it's you feel smothered and it's fucking shit. I mean, I had um, I used to I used to go out with this girl like a few years ago, and we used to just like be in bed on Saturday mornings, hungover, and then she'd just fart, and it was just a fucking hilarious thing. <laughs> just, I've got such to- bad toilet humor. Like it's just like it was just like I've just found it hilarious. I'm like, how could someone so pretty let off the fucking most vilest <laughs> and come out with the fucking goddamn stink? Jesus! But this is the thing, right? A lot of times in heterosexual relationships, girls are scared to fart, right? Guys fucking yeah. love it. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> you know, like if someone's cooking and she just like lifts up a cheek, goes, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> oh my god! Damn, <laughs> just kill. Oh, so you put that in the stew. Oh, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Right, um, and another turn off. What does not float my boat? What does not float my boat? Uh, no, that's, no, no. Um, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. You think you've no. something and you're scared to say it. What is it? I'll, I'll, oh no! In a relationship. You, oh no no it's tight it's tight say no, it. all, I'm, all i'm trying to say is that you know you're in a relationship you're not a psychiatrist no that sounds really bad let me get that let me get that mm-hmm. but you know i like helping my partners do everything they kind of go through everything they kind of go through and like just yeah being their kind of like partner in crime bonnie and clyde style but then like you know sometimes there's some things that they people can help because it's been built into them like mentally and you know if you like suggest that like you know oh no 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 I don't I don't want to say but I don't I just feel tight because basically what I was saying is my ex used to bring a lot of stuff to the table and I could help her only so much but there was those points where I just couldn't help because you know it was just like psych you know you need to see see a psychiatrist to why is that tight I think that's perfectly reasonable I think yeah of course it is if you this is coming from a place of care because you want to have the capacity and the knowledge to help them deal with what they're going through. But if you don't have that and there's a limit to it, then you want them to get better. So you're going to suggest that they go to people who have got what they need to get better. So that's a nice thing. And I think the other side of it is this is why it's so important to be communicative and open and have boundaries with one another. You know, asking someone, can you hear this right now? Are you in a place where I can be telling you this? Because if someone's coming to you again and again with the same stuff, but they're not actually doing the work to get better, that's fucking exhausting. And obviously that's not us turning our backs on people that need help, that we love and care about. That's perfectly reasonable and perfectly fair to be saying, I have a limit with this stuff, you know? Yeah, I'd I'd be the same. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm glad because I've always felt like, you know, even like talking about it, I feel like tight about it because there's only so much you can like help someone, but, you know, you're there to kind of like provide the best you can, but there's only so much you can do to help someone in the situation. So, you know, 
like when you suggest like little things kind of like alter or change your lifestyle or don't do this as much because it'll help it'll stop you from being here you know mm. like just like you know like if alcohol's a problem if you're like getting on it too much just like if you don't want to do if you're doing it all the time just do the odd day out of it just take mm. the odd day out and then you'll begin to fluctuate back into your like normal mind state and then you'll start to realize you're actually a human being instead of this kind of like empty like crevice of chemicals and you know just mm-hmm. like em- like you know no good food no vitamins no nothing just like this like oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah 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 you know just so yeah i mean i mean like not i've also like tried to like reg well just you know my friends have like problems in some of their relationships and like you know all these like vices like and hob and like extracurricular hobbies such as, as drinking mm. um you know can be an issue and like it can lead to lateness then arguments and then food and then you know just mm. but then all it is is just like regulating yourself because i you've got to put yourself in check sometimes when you know that you're doing bad when like things just keep this vicious cycle you need to just break the cycle and then just yeah just be good to yourself and then take days off because having days off these things is just always like yeah quite nice because you realize who you are yeah definitely and I think like you know me I'm a fucking alcoholic I can't drink I'm in recovery I sorted my shit out but the amount of people that I was with that were like babes this isn't gonna work because you are and I for years, I was like, fuck you, you don't understand me. And if someone's, if you're with someone and they're not in a place to receive that, they've got to help themselves. And it gets to a point where if they're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Like it's Einstein's definition of insanity to keep doing that. You've got to say goodbye with love and have some self-preservation. And that's perfectly okay. You know, I love you, but I love me more. That kind of shit yeah 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 exactly and that's it you're like self-love and you know you need to those little breaks will make you get you close to that self-love feeling because you know like you know like it's hard to say really like in my natural self I feel the just like I don't know I've I had this really weird like awakening about two years ago when I was at Glastonbury. Mm. Um, I just I just felt like you know like I was just looking at the stars and thinking like God man the universe is the tits like you're the tits you're amazing yeah 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 you're, and then start looking at people like you're fucking amazing don't know who you are but you're fucking amazing as well yeah. you know and this whole kind of like I felt like actually fully whole and like I can be kind of like happy now with myself and you know just like if. If people can't get the program, I understand. But then, like, hopefully there'll be a time in everyone's life where it can peak to this, like, eternal, happier self. And, you know, just even this year, it's just everything's been rolling on and on and on, getting better and better and better. To the point where I'm thinking, like, when the fuck is this going to stop? Can't yeah. wait to crash, crash land. Bloody hell, just need to fucking do it. <laughs> but I think, I think when you're in that energy and people come into that and they don't meet you where you're at and they're, they're in a negative space, you kind of just don't let them in. So yeah. when you're feeling good, you're, you are going to attract people that are attracted to that, to you. And, and I think it sounds like on previous, those previous dates you went on earlier this year where people were kind of bringing negativity into that, you could argue that it's you not wanting to look at 
the shit that needs addressing but you could also argue that it's just don't harsh my mellow like I'm in a good place and I want to be on this trajectory and I don't want anyone bringing me down so I think that's yeah but but then is that is that like is is that like selfish is that like it's really hard to kind of like yeah just think like this is my way or the highway if you don't get on the highway you get a fuck off you know it's just like make way this is a fucking fast highway <laughs> you know? no because I think the older you get the more it's about really cherry picking the people that you want in your lives you know like you know when you're at school you're just surrounded by the people that you're surrounded with and you've got to get on with them but as you go through life it's like right I know the kinds of people that I want relationships with not just romantic relationships but you know I'm not going to make friends with people this time in my life who are in the middle of addiction issues and aren't willing to resolve them. I'm not going to be friends with people who aren't open to communicating. I'm not going to be open to having relationships and friendships with people that don't want to just get silly. And you need a balance of all those things. So I think it's perfectly okay to say no to some people and say yes to others, as long as it's not toxic positivity where everyone's just pretending to be fine and it's all about the law of attraction and da, 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 yeah. da, da. no 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 like I want to be able to sit and have a cry with my friends and say what's shit but I generally want to be around people that are positive and trying to make their lives better you know yeah. like my like on the note of crying like my I've seen like my friend my, my, me and my friend were talking and then like he broke down into tears and I've never been, and that made me tear up and I was like I've never felt so like it's healing to see mm. your friends cry not to say like it's like you're in a bad place but then you're there to comfort them and I think because I'm like quite quite tall as well just like craving people I'm just like oh mm. a little bear, you know just like yeah you know it, it's good to like have like your friends you can like cry lean, lean a shoulder on because you know especially being like a guy like you yeah. know it's kind of, I'm an open like crier I like you know just I can't help but tear up over like really stupid things and you know it's good it lets your emotions out and when I see my home, like my guys, guy friends who like let a tear out and stuff, you know, it just kind of makes you think like, you know, hopefully that we can just like, everyone could be a bit more open with kind of communication. Um, and I think like, yeah, maybe it has this whole pandemic, but I mean, yeah, it's hard because I've really seen half the people I want to fucking see as well. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, but it is, it's like really vulnerable and intimate. And I think, you know, when someone comes to you with honesty and vulnerability like you want to give that back and I think you know I don't know I can only see from the outside how much more difficult it is for men but I've spoken about it before like women are much are encouraged much more to have spaces where they have intimacy like sleepovers and going on dates together just the two of them and you know stuff like that and like guys don't really have that so And I think, yeah, the pandemic has brought what's important to people and it's taken people, a lot of people have taken a bit of a dive mentally because they've not been able to connect. So I think maybe now it's about fuck the small things. I want to be present with my pal and like say what's really fucking going on for me. And I think that's really fucking cool that you can do that. Yeah. Well, I want to be try and be like, I don't know, I usually talk quite openly and like quite deep with my friends but I want to just hopefully just like do that a little bit more and just like look after people because it's hard to know when people are like in a good place or they're putting on a front especially when you're around your friends and everything you know do you feel like you can do that in romantic relationships as well I, ah good question I, mm. 
I, I don't think I don't think so. The only reason why is because I think you can touch like on very personal, sensitive things to the to the point it could like upset the other person, or they or they start asking questions on like on the topic, but then you know you kind of delve into a little bit deeper and it'll upset one or the other. I don't think I can probably do it as much as like a lot of things. I can talk to my friends and you know even like. Yeah, just like my friends, but there's some things I wouldn't be able to say so openly in a relationship because I'm just too, like, just don't want to upset the other person. Interesting. Right? Like, yeah, like, you know, I think it's like being aware, but then maybe addressing it in like, maybe maybe communicating in a different way, possibly, yeah. Because I think when your friends were like, oh yeah, this happened, blah, 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 duh, 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 and everyone have a laugh about it. But then I think you probably need to kind of like direct it if it's if you're gonna think it's gonna upset the other person I think yeah I don't know okay so I've got a few questions for you so the first one is it does that come from the fact that historically you've been met with a lack of communicating through that or they've maybe taken offense or basically that what you've learned from being in relationships says that it's not safe to share certain things with people because you might upset them yeah yeah um, yes yes but it's but I've also learned it's the way you kind of communicate and project it and then it's not just like saying it just really nearly like blah 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 and think why did you say it you know you've got to have like a reason for saying it's like oh the reason why I said it because I thought about this the other day and I just wanted to address this so you've got like can't just I mean there was a there was a couple of times before my pat in a in a previous relationship where, you know, um, we'd we'd be having like a really good time, we're going for like a massive walk, we'd be like pretty pissed, pretty drunk, and then like try and do like the etiquette thing because it was get when I, when I'm in involved with someone and then say if like you go on a date and then you just like I have this thing where I have to at least walk them halfway home or walk them home it sounds really weird not being like stalker no, or like no no that's a really like, nice that, thing to do yeah. it's like it's not that like guy off you it's like I want to know where you live you know it's, it's kind of being a good guy I have like the my head goes to like a thousand miles an hour of different things if I leave them just thinking like oh I hope they're okay yeah, and then I'll get home and like oh shit I'm getting a message from them and then I start freaking out I'm just like and I'll call them like oh you're right it's like oh just making sure you got in so you didn't text me and I was like but then I feel like a weird psycho as well no, so like the, the way to kind of meet that is just by asking like you know say if you finish the date or something and I was like oh um I'll walk halfway this way with you just to make sure you're like okay yeah or, it's like, about communicating what's going on in your head I've got a question and my question is so it's kind of twofold. Have you ever been in a relationship with someone and they are one of, if not your best friend, you feel like you can be completely open with them. The communication's great. If not, does that come from a place of when you have a girlfriend, your girlfriend is there and they're your girlfriend and you do boyfriend and girlfriend things with them and you have those experiences? No, uh, no, no, I don't think so. Like, I like to have, like my partner is like like a best like as a good friend of mine like we can all hang out together like mm-hmm. you know we can all meet up with like like a gang of friends at a pub and then we can like go do our own thing go to like dinner and then just have the best time watch films and stuff and you know I like to have like a partner who I can just like 
don't know, mix mix my worlds in because I'm like in different like circles of like friends and yeah, mm-hmm. just I like yeah. But then I also like to be part on their friend side of things as well. Like I want to mm-hmm. do like I want to be part of their friendship groups and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I know some of my friends who are like, oh, like I would never mix my girlfriend with my friends. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. But she's lovely. She's fucking sound. She sounded the fucking you, bro. Like you know what I mean. Like, I, I think you... some people never kind of grow out of the the kind yeah. of the school thing where it's like, yeah. this is my girlfriend. I do certain things with them. I think for some people that can last through life. Because I think just with the communication thing, I wouldn't be frightened of hurting people. It's just about exactly what you then followed up with, which is it's just about communicating why you're saying this or why you feel this. When you're with someone, what's really helpful is to say, right, this is how I feel. This feeling might be irrational, but it means that my thinking has gone here. So I'm just going to tell you both in this kind of safe space that we've created, which is this is how I feel. That might not be right, but the reason I'm feeling like this is this. And then them hear you without judgment and go, okay, cool, I understand. Because then that informs things going forward. So, yeah, I think it's just about practicing that stuff, not holding back, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like... You know, that's the whole thing where it brings me this whole kind of like keeping up with the Joneses and comparisons, mm. you know, like people like, you know, that whole like, do you when you're in a relationship, do you do boyfriend, girlfriend stuff or you're in a relationship? Do you do like the friend chum stuff? And then that as well, like I every think, relationship's different. Yeah. And I think I like to stay like, you know, I mean, I do. I do like the romanticizing things and the, like that whole aspect of intimacy and like in the relationship but then I also do want like a mix of like kind of like normality and like that kind of thing where we could hang out as a gang of friends or like you know yeah 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 keeping involved you know making making the bubble of friends like just like yeah more value yeah that's lovely so you've mentioned uh like dinner dates and things what would your best dating scenario be so be it a first date or a date with your girlfriend, like what's the best, yeah, what would you like uh, to do most in a date? Um, well, I mean, just, I'm like, yeah, I'm throwing myself in a dating situation now, but I'm just, sorry, I need to get, I need to put myself back to reality. That was a very good place. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what would she look like? What would she be drinking? Like, life sunny day in a pub and yeah yeah uh, so, you yeah. could do that now and also okay let's go first date so let's say it's the first date right let's put you back out there because you were enjoying that okay what would be the best scenario for a first date for you well either you know um i think i got my bike on cycle that not say i'm a cycle wanker or anything with the like or anything Big shout, big shout to people who don't want to do them yet. You know what I mean? But that's not my, that's a little bit more roadman on the bike, but not too road. <laughs> of class. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'd cycle up, park the bike outside, lock it up. And then like, if she's got a bike, then go for a cycle somewhere after the date. Mm-hmm. Um, but if not, that's fine. Um, but yeah, anyway, get to, well, meet her at a pub or something. Really nice pub. Like the, yeah, well, I'll just say where I am. Bristol's full of fucking banging pubs it is loads of lovely countryside places anyway um i had a really good day um with this girl once we played chess for like an hour and a half or something and it was pissing down outside and there was no one in the pub and it felt like such like a warm kind of like 
you know, but intensity because we're playing chess as well. Love that. We're like and we're calling each other bluff. So, you know, it's kind of nice to kind of like have that interaction of, um, I don't know, not a competitive person, but just like that whole kind of like strategic interaction. And then you play like- a That's hot because it's like you just met someone. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, you know, think that he's going to win? Yeah. Um, but Would then, you say that's like the best day that you've ever been on? I, I wouldn't say the best day. Um, it's been quite a lot of dates. Quite What's the best day you've ever been on? Uh, I, oh, I can't, I can't. That's a really difficult question. I can't even answer that one. I mean, it's so really? Good. Yeah. I've been, baby, I've done a lot of dating. My, <laughs> my, my nickname was a serial dater for a little bit. So, you know. <laughs> It was okay. I'll give much. you. I'll give you some some good advice here. Pick one that you've been on with your current girlfriend. <laughs> okay, so I'll tell you. Well, the the girl that I'm going out with now went on an amazing like first day. We went to the pub, mm-hmm. went cycling, and then went to see my friends uh, DJ at the spot in Bristol. And then mm-hmm. as I was there. I was getting um, some details um, for a festival that I was I was going to go DJ with some friends, mm-hmm. and then um, and then they asked. He was like, "Oh yeah, do you um, do you want a plus one or anything? Do you have any? Do you have a guest list or anything?" I was like, and I just asked her straight away. It's like, "Fans being my plus one to go to this festival. Nice. Just go for three days if you're up for it." And then she was like, "Yeah, fuck it." And I was like, "Sweet." <sighs> I like the whole kind of like just like not give a fuck and just go for it spontaneity yeah. yeah so our second date was at a festival for three days and then that was amazing so amazing just, yeah that was that was a really good date um what about your worst dating scenario so if someone was to suggest a date to you and you were like baby no oh i'm not doing oh. that oh well well they well match this girl on hinge and uh, and then she was just like pretty straight up, and she's like, "Let's just go for a drink, Let, like let's go for a drink." And I was like, "Okay, cool." Mm-hmm. And she seemed like pretty free, and I was like, "And uh, I don't know, I don't know whether she was." She gave off the kind of like vibe that she was totally DTF, and was sure. just like, you know, and she was like, she was super keen. I was like, right, okay, I dress my best, you know, like dress, full on, like yeah, dress myself to death, throwing <laughs> myself up, thinking I was going to get laid. <laughs> um and uh yeah we got there and um I like I I got a beer and then she's like I'm not drinking actually I'm just gonna we'll just have some food instead and I was like okay mm-hmm. we'll go okay so it was a food day so food dates are different when drinking very day. different yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very different things so you're not gonna like, fuck on a full stomach yeah exactly yeah yeah or be yeah we'd be, put, or we'd be farting hopefully they haven't got a lot of lentils in there exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> or if she does fart i mean like hey we're getting on really well in my face come at yeah. me oh, come on come on bend down touch your toes <laughs> in front of my face um, <laughs> so bring on food dates um so yeah anyway so we just like sat down and we were just like conversating the usual standard thing like what do you do like da, 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 da. and then like but then I've never been on a date where I just literally just went so cold with questions. I didn't think, couldn't think of any questions because there wasn't enough, like, kind of going between us. She just wasn't I, giving you anything. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. It's like, it's literally like squeezing blood from a stone. Mm. It's really, really difficult. Do you think and it was your uh, autism kicking in and you couldn't read her? 
Well, probably, <laughs> yeah. She's like, where's the, where's the spectrum level? But now if someone's like just not giving you anything, it's like, oh, f- fuck off, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be like, putting all the energy into this. It's not fun. Yeah, it just I found it just really difficult. Like, you know, like I've never been in a situation where I've just, because I could talk to a wall and then mm-hmm. make the wall for Christ's sake. Sure. So the fact that I wasn't getting anything was struggling, even to the point where we were eating, and I thought that the the clamber of a fork on a plate. I thought she actually said something, and I was like, "Oh, did you just say something?" She was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, this is like this is like yeah. When that happened, I thought, "This, oh man, I cannot wait to disband from this place as quick as I can." How did you leave? We like, I've got to go. No, well. No, we finished food and I was like, thank God for that. Like, you know, <laughs> if it was drinks, at least it, at least like if it was drinks, I think it'd be much more difficult. Or Did would you burp it be? and then she told you off? I burp and farted her away. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Is that the worst away. date you've been on? Um, let me think, let me think. Let me think. <laughs> you've got a cheeky well, look I, on your face. I've had this, like when I was, when I was in my, my prime of ser- serial dating years, um, I had this bad habit of getting stoned before going to a date, and like, I okay. Just, but I mean, I felt like I was nervous, and I was like, "Fuck this, man! I'm getting right. stoned, bro!" And then, like, <laughs> I'll be like five minutes late because I I'll be outside and doorstep on like their doorstep of this pub, just like blazing it, like, yeah. They just go and it's like, "Oh, you're right." I'm just like, "Yeah, man." <laughs> yeah, that's not great date etiquette, <laughs> but. You know, but then also as well, because my eyes are like kind of like puffy as well. Like if we start getting on like an emotional deep level, my eyes will start like tearing up and just start getting like, so I'm just, it's like, I'm just like, fuck me, I'm really stoned. Jesus, you need to fucking chill out. Um, but like, um, I've been, but I've been on some amazing dates when I've been stoned. I'm just like, my God, I can't even believe that happened, you know. Or like, I've been, I mean, I was on one day um, in Sheffield. We get on the house on fire. It was amazing. Like, mm. you know, we were talking loads. I was a little bit half-baked. We just mm-hmm. chatted away. And then she was like, oh, well, like, um, she, we, we finished the drinks. And I was like, oh, I said to her, I was like, do you want to, like, instead of, like, coming over, it was like, do you want to come over? It's like, do you want to come around and uh, we'll smoke a joint? And she's like, yeah, yeah, sure. She didn't even smoke. Um. Like, we got there. But then it was, that's fine though, because she rolled the weed and then just like, you know, she didn't even smoke. But I didn't even smoke either. Ended up smoking her instead. And that was. Okay. (laughs) Fair, Uh, fair. What is, um, okay, so earlier we were talking about like what the fact that you need a good ass and preferably brunette, but who's your celebrity crush? Oh, shit. Oh, um Cameron Diaz in the mask in the red dress holy shit uh, I think that was a lot of guys sexual awakening and other, and women as well oh well yeah come and think about it. that was probably the first person I proper fancied when I was a when I was a kid because saw the red dress I was like, well it's that uh, shot isn't it of her legs and isn't she like sorting a strap out on her shoes and it just pans up it's yeah, like it's a yeah, big I moment felt- I felt like Jim Carrey. I don't, well, actually, yeah. I'm pretty sure Jim Carrey had it harder than me, literally working on set. <laughs> harder than him. If you get me. Harder than <laughs> Jim Carrey. Um, yeah. But uh, celebrity crushes. Penelope Cruz. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's beautiful. Salma um, Hayek? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, Not yeah, so much. That's, she, like, that's by default, because my uncle's obsessed by her. So I think oh, really? Comes, 
it's in a genetic bloodline. Follow the leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of been stemmed down. Um, Little Sims is really hot. I think she's yeah. fucking beautiful. And yeah. she's got some banging tracks. And she's Nigerian. And yeah, amazing. Mum mm-hmm. would be happy if I got married to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it definitely got no chance. No. Uh, <laughs> dream, though. I can dream. You can dream. A boy can dream, man. Um, I don't know. That's enough. Yeah, okay, I think that's... Yeah, that'll do me for celebrity crushes. Yeah. Oh, oh. What is... uh, I would like to know what red flag should I look out for with you? So if I was going to date you, what things should I be like, oh, this is going to cause an issue here? I love the the honesty of this question. I'll be straight up with you. Um, Indecisive at times. If something Mm -hmm. makes me uncomfortable, I get very indecisive about it. Like someone asks me a question and then like, do you want to do this? I'm just like, uh, and then that's my first reaction. I was like, that's not, I take it you don't want to do it. I'm just like, no, 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 no. I'm just trying to decide. <laughs> so I'm trying to think, like always think like, right, that will dominate affect that. That will do this, that will do this, that will do this. Mm-hmm. So quite like indecisive. In Are you worrying about them when you're thinking about that? Uh... Or just worrying in general? Yeah, well, usually I'm thinking about, like, what's the financial implications? Sure. Yeah, 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 I feel you. <laughs> um, and, you know, what would you... And then is there an alternative that we can do? Mm. Like, you know, But then that's, like, yeah, I think I need to kind of, like, stop jumping to that kind of, like, that and just kind of go over the flow of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just a bit indecisive, a bit panicky when it comes to decision-making. Mm-hmm. Um and maybe talking too much as well. Like I've had it where I've been in like past relationships and I'm like, oh, all you do is talk about yourself. And I'm like, I really not say anything, you know. Mm. Um, or yeah, or like I've had it like, oh, you love the sound of your own voice, but then really when I when, when I don't think I've been like that way, but then when you say that to someone who don't think they have been that way it's like so hurtful gotcha shit like really that's a mean thing to say to someone yeah so I've had that a few times and that's like that's kind of made me kind of like take a double take in conversations let other people talk or Mm. like you know I don't have to always be the bellowing voice in the room but you don't have to feel the silence yeah do you think it comes from a place of feeling a bit uncomfortable so you kind of just you talk well, no, but um, or do really. you not even think that you're talking much, and then someone will be like, "Boy, yeah, 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 yeah." I think I have to like, yeah, someone will like kind of like, oh, wheel it in a little bit, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, was that? I didn't even realize I was talking that much. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but I think when, but when I meet new people, for example, I tend, I tend to like, I tend like, I always the generalization most of the time is like, he's really optimistic, he's really enthusiastic. Because I don't shy away from strangers at all, and always yeah, try. And, like I, do, I just like have no kind of like barrier. Like you know, I'll make jokes about the stranger as well. It's like, oh my god, like look at that, like that's fucking rank. It's like, mate, please put your gammy toe away. Like no one needs to do that. You know, this is that's a- very specific. Have you had an incident where someone you just met had to put their gammy toe away? <laughs> well, I don't know. Or someone has like a really bad injury. I'm like, oh god damn. Or like. You know, someone's like, "Oh yeah, I've just I've just come in like ski, like from skydive," and I'm like, "Yo, I don't know what level you're on, bro, but I'm fucking fat shit scared of heights. You got to do more of you, yeah. And um, catch me dead being in the fucking plane jumping out of that." Sure, sure. Uh, so 
Yeah, yeah fair. Yeah. Fair. Involved, but I'm like, yeah, quite an open person. But yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, don't apologise. Um, Look, and also with that sort of stuff, unless you're really, unless you have no self awareness and you're just chatting shit at people twenty four seven, the right person you're not going to feel that way and they're not going to think you're chatting too much because they're going to be on your level. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So it's, yeah, I've always not been like too worried about like, yeah, like talking too much, but I think in regards to when you're having like an intimate conversation or something or, or sometimes like, you know, like I'll, like I'll get stoned with my, my partner and then like she asks me a question and then like, you know, it's not questions usually asked to me. So like mm-hmm. I always go in, like into a lot of depth mm-hmm. and then next thing you know, it should be like, Oh, you probably like, I think you're talking a bit too much. I'm just like, well, that's <laughs> like that then. <laughs> so, you want a deep answer. Don't come to the depths of the ocean. Sure. No. Sure. Absolutely. So on the flip of that, I want to know what are your best features? So I want physical and emotional. Ooh. Oh God. Oh, People hate this one. <laughs> it's, yeah, but physical, like, the physical is quite the, the vain thing, but I guess... No, no, know, no, 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 no. I don't think so. Um, I've quite, well, quite the... Well, not say, I wouldn't say exercise junkie. I'm just very good when it comes to sport and, like, well, I don't know, just do a lot of cycling and skating, so my thighs and my, maybe my legs are really good. Um... Not maybe. Uh, not, what do you like about yourself? When you look in the mirror, what do you think? Yes, I'm into that. Let me look at myself in the mirror real quick. Go on. <laughs> maybe my smile. I, I'll take my smile, definitely. Yeah? Yeah, I'll take Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take smile. Yeah, that'll All do. Right, that'll do me. Smile and thighs. Yeah. Smile and thighs. My, smiling thighs. Smiling. Yeah. <laughs> Love my smiling thighs. <laughs> Bam, smiling thighs. What about as a person? So emotional feature, I'd probably say just maybe just being like very in touch with my emotions, definitely. Yeah. Like, I'd say it's it's a blessing and it's also a massive curse as well because I can get very emotional about like very like kind of like small things, mm-hmm. like very like very like not so meaningful things or like you know or ve- or like you know someone could throw a very harsh comments to me and it would hit me really deep. I'm just like. But let's let's not take this to a negative place because I don't think it is. I think again, if you're met with the right people, and this is why, as we were talking about earlier, it's like choosing the people that you, you know, on a very like simple level get on well with, people that are gonna meet you where you're at. So like being yeah. emotionally literate, I think is a fucking fab thing, especially for a guy to just be like open and yeah, this is what's going on for me. Cause also it means that you can receive that from other people. Yeah, and we usually what I find as well, like, because I'm quite, because within my paintings and stuff, like, I write, I write, like, side notes, but I find those side notes to be, like, really kind of, like, emotionally, because, like, that's the only way I can kind of, like, let my emotions out sometimes is just, like, in writing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just find that, you know, writing about the very particular abstract piece, like, I can put my, like, my thoughts onto it and I think that lets a lot of, that's the only place where I probably share my emotions kind of very openly um but like you know just you know I could mean just for example like if I was in like the perfect relationship like 
my birthday cards to my partner would just be fucking love notes and just like yeah. you know I like I'm a very like I can be a very romanticized person mm-hmm. but then until I'm like met in that level it's just gonna be like kind of like yeah. Babes, I'm exactly the same. So the way that I get out what I'm thinking is I have reams and reams of like, yeah, I I write, I write. And sometimes it's writing it to that person specifically. And it's feeling in a safe enough place that you can share that. And I think sometimes that's the best place to share it because you've had time to kind of get your thoughts on paper, read them back and go, do you know what? I want to share this with you. And like my love language is gifts right which a lot shocks a lot of people but I think for me taking the time to write down my feelings and then present that to someone and then have them know me better and me be able to like be earnest with them when you are in the right relationship that stuff's amazing and it brings you so much deeper but it's fucking terrifying sharing your inner thoughts of you with someone else it's really scary initially yeah it's it's quite yeah I mean, I'd like to be able to, like, in in the ideal, like, kind of, like, relationship, I would love to be able to just share, like, all my notes, all my drawings, and talk about them so, like, openly, instead of, like, me feeling like I'm going to say something and just, like, feel like, oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't have said that. But, you know, just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, you know, I think, yeah, like, articulation and literacy in the way that you're kind of connected to the emotions are quite important. Definitely. And I think a lot of people, like, lose that, you know. I mean, like, but then also find that, like, going on, like, social media and finding posts that are, like, relatable instead of, like, talking about how, you know, like, you know, people post things like, I think seven facts about this, duh, 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 duh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but, you know, that that's fair. That's completely fair enough. I mean, I'm I'm bad for doing that as well myself. But, you know, just, like getting out there and just articulating your purest emotions or like you know is quite like a is quite a courageous thing and when it is done like fucking hats off to the people Mm. and you speak for the voices of other people as well so I can understand Mm. that people were like against that whole kind of tendency of like sharing but then I think you need to like have a thing and just have a word for yourself a lot sometimes like having a diary is a number like I Mm. love fucking having diaries Cannot wait till 2022 and get myself a new bloody diary. Fresh. <laughs> Being yeah. able to articulate like what happens in days, what happens in here. You know, if you're feeling like really anxious one day, you write about it. Mm. Like if you've gone through an amazing experience, you reflect on that. And like you're like if you've done something, you learn from your mistakes, you write notes on like how to make sure you don't go to this again, you know. Mm-hmm. But then even once you've done that, I'd love to be able to kind of share that with my partner. And like it's like you like literally, baby, you can look through anything you want. It's the best. It's the best. Like yeah, being able to do that with someone is fucking yeah, it's absolutely amazing. So that means that your best feature is your emotional literacy, which I think is fucking ace. <laughs> and then also uh your smiley thighs as well yeah smiling thighs yeah thank smiling you, thighs, thank you. Yeah, yeah yeah no thank you thank you for bringing them to the world my friend uh, so yeah go on no 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 no. i was just saying i was saying thank you for like i've i think i've actually struggled to understand what my love language is and maybe that is maybe that is the case of um yeah just being uh yeah emotional literacy 
Yeah, maybe it's like words of affirmation. So you feel most comfortable when you're telling someone, be that in the written word or emotionally, and you need that back from them. It might be acts of service. It might be, yeah, look into it. Because it's a good way to learn like what your partner needs and what you need, because you might be talking different languages. So you might have to become aware of what it is they need more of, be that physical touch or chatting about how much you like them or whatever. It's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing to have. No, buzzing. No, learn, learn, some, learn some on this. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> Anytime. Right, smash my banana down. It's now time for a sharp fucking handbrake turn. You're on death row. <laughs> okay. You've killed someone. Who have you killed and why? And then what you munching on, what you're gobbling up before you get put to death. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Hopefully... Hopefully you will see me in the next year when I say this because I don't want to be hunted down. Whoever's on the digital lines out there, I, just, I hope God, please don't kill me. Please don't tell these guys and come after me because I'm a very innocent guy. I'm not a journalist, but I want to take down the prince and his gang of the people who killed uh, Jamal Khashoggi because that is just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's I'm just that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I don't want don't want anyone knocking at my door. Um, no, I think you're gonna have a strong army of people behind you. I don't think you'd need to do this by yourself. I think you're all set. And I think and I think the people sing my praises, especially the journalist world. You know, I would, I would have done like yeah justice to a case that is just absolutely. Scandalous. Let's make a documentary. Let's make our own documentary about it. And we'll, and no, in... it's too dangerous. It's been, no, no, okay, no. fair. All right, pussy. Yeah, let's. <laughs> Maybe it's been like big, like furry, furry teddy bear, like costume. Well, in this situation, you're on death row because you killed them. You're dying anyways. Yeah. Okay, that's so, true. It's all good. We. Yeah, it's all good. What are you going to eat as your final meal? An absolutely huge, cheesy tuna pasta bake. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. And a fucking really banging pint, hopefully. I mean, if they're offering pints on death row, please hit me up. Mate, you've got three courses. Unless you oh, just want that. You can just have that if you want. What, three courses, really? Yeah, of course. Okay, so for starters, I'd probably have... Um, sorry, sorry, vegetarians. I have pigs and blankets. Fuck it. <gasps> yeah. Fucking best thing in the world. I'm going yeah. out as a carnival, baby. Yeah. Uh, and then for the main, a massive, cheesy, dirty like tuna spicy pasta bake mm-hmm. um that's then, so cute <laughs> love then, that then for dessert get the fucking juiciest custardiest apple crumble ever fucking hell that's the way to fucking go on that for like nice nice it's very like uh kind of comfort kids food i think <laughs> Do you know what i mean yeah. like stuff from your when you were growing up that's like mm. Yeah, well, you know, but maybe maybe that's a maybe that's a just it speaks volumes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's no, but no, no, but that's what comfort food is. It's like for me, comfort food is stuff that reminds you of when you were younger and like you were eating that food and it was like for the soul, you know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to have like a, a like a, 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 like risotto for me. Fuck that. Oh, shit. fuck that shit! Bring on the fucking cheesy tuna pasta bake and add some yeah. spice. Splosh it on in there. Wash it in. Um, so now, yeah, just... yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're dead, right? What's your funeral song? Um, ooh, oh, okay. I'd probably have to go out with a bang. I'd probably say like, 
Van Halen on fire. <laughs> no, or Dead or Alive. No, Everybody Wants Some by Van Halen. That'd be a good tune. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, or Dead or Alive by Van Halen. Or it's a um, lot of this is very Van Halen heavy. Is yeah. this you coming out as a number one Van Halen fan? Uh, one of them, may- maybe. Yeah. Really? I, I never knew this about you. I don't believe in David Lee Roth's uh, far right um, <laughs> and gun rules as such. But, but fuck me, I believe in his lyricism and his yeah, fucking yeah. guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or Kiss, Heaven's on Fire. Just, yeah, I don't want to go out on some, like, mellow thing, like, like oh, it's such a perfect day. So that'll be mental if you have Oh, my a- God. So on the last episode that's not come out yet, Perfect Day was a song that they chose as their last as their last one. And it's never come up before. That's so funny. That is so vain. How dare they? <laughs> it's going to be raining on their funeral, you know. It's not going to be such a perfect day. Tree's going to fall over. Half the guessing going to turn up to too hungover. Fucking hell. Like, that's not good. That's not good sound, bro. No, <laughs> nah, we need Van nah, Halen nah. or Kiss. Yeah, no. But I can't be judged anyway. Like, you know. Like, you know, playing this music at my funeral will probably turn half the guests, like, deaf because it would be so loud. I think everyone's going to be crying and then they're going to be like, oh, do you know what? With this song, good riddance. So, after our date, would you say that our platonic love will blossom into romance? Will our shared dating trauma set the scene for a one-night stand? Or are you simply going to ghost me after discovering way too much information? Uh, I'd probably go for the first option, I think. Yeah. You sound really certain about that. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Because the other ones, I'm like, no, I've done that way too many times. <laughs> trying to be trying to be a new me. New me. Yeah, nice. No, perfect. I'll be up for that. Yeah, why not? Buzzing. Right. Cool. Seen the other side. <laughs> have, have you had a nice time? I've had an amazing time. No, it's been sick. Okay, my can't stop smiling. My cheeks actually fucking hurt. <laughs> oh, I love that. That was a very earnest chat. It was lovely. Yeah, and like, uh, I'm like not, I'm quite, yeah. I mean, I could talk about stuff for ages, you know, but it's not a lot. It's very rare that I get to speak about it so like openly and so like nice. And I enjoyed the questions as well because there's just like, you know, um, yeah, just not, not really, I don't really get to explain like my side of, you know, the dating, the dating yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. I massively appreciate it. And thanks everyone for listening. Thanks to the guys at Digit Music. Go follow them at Digit underscore music to see all the fab work that they're doing. I'll pop a lovely little picture of my anonymous guest on Instagram. And I'll see you next week. Okay, goodbye.